0: Say believe you, believe that I believe Say that I you Say Believe me, coo, but Saitata Bilemi I Saitata nearly window. believe me, but you know, I Why shouldn't to get i Oh yes, good morning, good morning, good morning, people of the world, friends, family, colleagues. Okay, what do the politicians say, compatriots, and all, and all of that. Or all that jazz. Good morning to you guys. It is a beautiful day where I am in a part of the world, but it's gonna get hot. It's really gonna get hot. The sun is already out. The reason why we're starting on such a mellow mood is because it's in the morning. Hey, Everybody else is doing the the breakfast shows. And they screaming at you screaming at you screaming at you but we mellow right because it's in the morning um, I just saw off my son to school now um, yeah so that's my daily routine yeah um, you know the kids here in in uh, in essay they go one week in one week out some kids go mon- monday wednesdays and fridays so he goes one week in one week out so he goes to school every 2 weeks every 2 weeks yeah so when he is here then you know i have to get him ready for school we take timmit uh we take in with my mom his grandma so um yeah you know Get him ready, get the lunch ready, everything, and all that jazz. That's my routine when I'm here. So I uh, just thought, you know, let me do it now. Let me talk to the people now while I'm in this mood. So guys, before we start, I'm going to really give a give a shout-out to Marily Fanjero and Cara Franco, um, Karin Franco. For doing the poster, Karine Franco is the is the lady who did the poster for us, guys. I mean, how dope is that poster? Hey, and when they told me about it, I was like, man, like it's like these people are reading my mind, dog. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It's like these guys are reading my mind. Wow, guys, that was really job well done. Um, um, and the uh, and um, Miss, Mrs, Mrs. Mrs. Marilu Fanhero shawalala Fanhero shawalala she she does the audio okay so she's the person who makes sure that I'm clean in your in your ears do you know there's a song that we grew up singing used to say i love you Lord and I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, and what you hear, let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. It is important to make pleasing music onto the ear. It is important to make a sweet sound onto the ear. Don't you guys think it is time we heard something positive about ourselves? Don't you think it is time We gave praises and sang and worshipped the things that validate us. Do you not think it is time for us to start giving our sweetest sounds, our best harvests, our best moments, our best efforts? the things that say yes to us, as black people in general, but for now as black men? Do you not think it is time for us to honor, to honor the things that give us the glory? when we have done little to even be considered it is so important it is so important to praise and to worship by the way guys if you didn't know the struggle between good and evil Which, in our context is God and the devil or God and Satan. The struggle between those two guys is worship. It's about worship. Why? Because God is a man. Jehovah is a man. And He created the heavens and the earth. I am speaking from a biblical context, hear me out. He created the heavens and the earth. And he have his own creatures in heaven, or beings. They are not in his likeness. But there are ranks there in heaven. You get angels that are, you know, the lowest of the low, guys who look after you and me, or guys who look after the world. Hence, you could have Nephilims, I guess. Hence, you could have angels lusting on the voluptuous figures, hmm? yummy mummies of the world at that time. But nonetheless, whether that is true or not, the bottom line is. God also had angels who were were created for specific things. Now, we all know the story. Lucifer was created and he was the angel to worship. And he was the only angel who could make music before God and all that stuff. But once he became conscious of himself, he fell out with God. Because he took that power. He took, he saw himself, he saw his power, and he took it. A similar story exists in the book, in the scriptures of Indaba, my children. A similar story exists where there was nothing but darkness before time. There was only darkness and then came a spark and that spark was a tiny thing and it had nothing to feed on for it to grow and that spark started feeding on itself once it started feeding on itself it then started to grow and grow and grow, and grow, and grow, and grow, up to a point where that spark became light, and that light started to threaten darkness, started to threaten its mother, darkness, and it got to a point where it was so out of control that the Great Spirit to step in and balance it out. Hence, the struggle between light and dark remains forever. When I am speaking to you now, it is light. I don't know how it is for you, where you are from in the world right now. But where I am, it's light a new day is well on its way. So why do we as black people refuse then to understand, or as black men, why do we then refuse to understand that the only thing we can feed on is ourselves? so we can grow, and we can be fruitful, because the spark saw itself, it saw that I am, I am, the, the, the spark even told itself at some point, it said, I am, I am what I am, I am what I am. I can ask you the most simplest question, which is, I mean, which is a cliche in itself. But nonetheless, there's never been a satisfactory answer to come forth. What are we? What are we as black men? Sure, many people might not like it, but Lucifer also became conscious of who he was. He started to see his power. And he felt that the power that he has, at the least... God could, can consult him, or should consult him on certain things. Whether he was out of line or not, that is a debate for another day, and we will have it. Trust me, we will have it. I will not be alone on that one, because I don't want to be accused of being biased. But we will have it, and I'll bring you, I'll bring you the most interesting Christians you can ever find. <laughs> I've got a friend of mine who knows. Demons by names and stuff. <laughs> that guy's <is> crazy. <laughs> I'll bring him on. <laughs> <He's a man. laughs> um, so basically, it all comes down to consciousness. Huipona. <laughs> Huipona. When you are conscious of yourself. It doesn't matter whether you get where you think you're going to get or not. The bottom line is you have started the journey. How do we feed on ourselves as black men? We feed on ourselves by consuming consuming our ways by preoccupying ourselves with the things that love us. Our children love us dearly. We should be busy with them. Hmm? Black women have shown us over years and they will continue to show us for as long as they walk the earth. They will continue to show us that they love us. There's no doubt there. There can absolutely be no doubt. We can but wait. We can go on and on and on about weaves and about them and whatnot. It will come to all those topics. We can go on and on about those things. Okay, we can go on and on about how black women are lost and black women this and black women that. But ultimately, there's no there's no guy to look at. I mean. There's hardly black men are hardly an exemplary figure to look at and to actually want to follow. Would you want to follow a black man if you were a woman, Majita? I mean if if I was a girl, hell. Dude. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's why they do what they do. You see? They do what they do. Moka, Moka see we've got a saying so, You yourself don't have a backbone as a black man. You've got no backbone at all. Way out of line. The lowest of the low. Scum, scam, scam of the years. So, I'm not saying women are dogs. No, far from that. All I'm saying is it's just a figure of speech. But what, what could you leash when, if, you, if you are spineless? As craven as you are, as a black man, what could you leash? Hmm? You are dry wood. Dry wood. Now, there is always hope regardless of what I'm saying there is always hope but we need to see that hope for what it is and what is that hope really isn't that hope the fact that we can wake up to a new day every day, regardless of whether you've got a job or you don't in the country that I'm living in it's tough Many people don't have jobs. Many people don't have a sense of dignity. Many people feel like their lives are not really worth much. Many people also use their time with things that really don't grow them. Many people also waste time by not doing the things that they actually know will benefit them. How many young people do you know who just volunteer at staff? Very few. Very few. Then how do we expect to not have the society we have? You see? But, the topic for today, as you've already summarized, I suppose, is love and compassion. We're We're talking about love and compassion. Is the black man capable of love and compassion. Is this a rhetorical question? Or is it a question that is ahead of its time? Or is it perhaps a question that is a non-issue? Because it could be altering. It could be a rhetorical question because some people might bring the argument to say, hey, but of course, man, we've got girlfriends, we love them. We've got nieces and nephews and we've got grandmothers and all that stuff. And we love these people, so of course we've got love and compassion. And um, the question could also be, um, like I said, a non-issue. That, ah, dude, like, what are you talking about, you see? What are you talking about, really? I mean, don't you see? Which, obviously, that which, which which that would be that would be a rhetorical question because, of course, I don't see. I don't see. Uh, that, it's obvious, or it could be a question that is way ahead of its time. Um, because, perhaps, maybe, we. We would like to think that we are indeed advanced, we are indeed civilized, we are indeed um, emotionally intelligent, or we are indeed intellectually intelligent, or whatever. But when we really look at it, that question stands. And that question stands because the actions of the black man speak another tongue. The question is, is the black man capable of love and compassion? The answer to that is a resounding yes from where I'm standing. But I have to break something down to you. Let us talk about... How many people that you know, how many black people go around telling their family that they love them without it being awkward, without there being any, (laughs) any, any scene, without anybody being drunk, (laughs) without anybody being in a hospital, without Anybody being beaten outside and your brother showing up and teaching those guys a lesson or whatever. <laughs> so, there's a thing here, guys. When you say you love somebody, when you say, I love you, when you say those words to someone, you are making a proclamation to somebody. You are proclaiming something to someone about yourself and you are proclaiming something about yourself to someone. So, this is important because when you say you love somebody, you are validating yourself. You are reiterating your stance. You are affirming your stance. You are saying yes to that person. And at the same time, you are confessing it to that person. But where does it start? It starts there with yourself. If I say, I love you, darling, or I love you, nana, or I love you, baby, I am the one who's saying to you, I am the one who's saying to myself, yes, she is still worth it. He is still worth it. He is worth the only currency that I am born with. We all, look, there's a lot of privilege in the world, guys. We can really not lie about stuff like that. There is privilege. There are people who are who are privileged in the world, okay? And there are people who've got way too much, really, you see? And we'll come to that. But we all have time. So when I say I love you, I am saying, I am validating your presence in my life. I am still putting on the rubber stamp that you are definitely worth each and every penny of my time, which is the currency that I have while I am still alive on this earth. Now black men what we've been able to do so far is that we have been able to we have been able to, 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 to perpetuate and continue and uphold the stereotypes that have been given to us uphold the tags that we have been that we have that have that have been put on us we have only been able to uphold it you see we have only been able to uphold it right of course of course you'll have um In many cases, you hear white people say, no, but black people rape their women and they kill their women. (laughs) Of course, of course, white people will say that. They have to say that. You're doing it, man. (laughs) You see, um, you're doing it. They have to say that. Sure, you know, I mean, history tells us, you know, they've brutalized us so much and they've done so much violence to us and whatnot. We get that. We do get that. Guys, and all those things are valid. And all those things are things that we have to talk about because that is part of the healing process. That is part of the process of reconciling the man and the woman so that the child can have a happy home. We understand all that. We understand what the white man has done to you. There's a lot of... Man, look, if someone beats you, they're going to write... They're going to write your story. And they're going to make sure that your kids know what they did to you. So we know all about that. But whose fault is it now? Whose fault is it now? Can I still blame my father for not being in my son's life? Can I blame my father for for me not to be in my son's life? Can I use him as an excuse? I don't think so i don't think we can i don't think we've can what can we blame what can we blame who can we blame Hmm? i don't think we can can we blame christianity for the way we are as black men maybe we can sure we can sure we can but come on guys We are doing all these things that these people are saying we are doing. We are doing it. Right now as I'm talking to you, there's a woman who's getting beaten. Right now. You see, now it's in the morning. There's a woman who's getting beaten. Or there's a child that's been violated right now. By a black man, as we speak. So, We then, as black men, need to get to a point. Oh, we need to find that love. We need to find that love. Because, guys, women are not the playthings of men. I will repeat this. Women are not the playthings of men. Women were here before us. We were birthed by a God. It was not Simagade. It was not Simagade who asked the Great Spirit for a partner, a companion. It was Ma. It was Nomkubulani. who asked the great spirit for a partner because she was making all these beautiful worlds and she got fed up. She said, no, I need you to give me somebody, give me somebody to spend my life with. I'm making all these beautiful worlds. And after I've made these beautiful worlds, there's no one to share this beauty with. And she threw her toys, did she? Oh boy, she threw her toys, that lady, up until the great spirit Ngulungulu heard her and sent down Simagade The ugliest Biobab tree you will find the tree of life the ugliest biobab tree with every possible mineral you can think of with every possible nutrient every possible fibre or metal that you can find in the world, and Gulungulu send him for her, not to her for her. Understand that. So, where is the rev? is where? What is what is? What is the what is what is what is what is another story for the same thing I'm telling you The reverse psychology is that God made Adam and after he made Adam he took Adam's rib and he made Eve Guys come on come on let's be serious about it let us be serious about it Anyway it's fine Um if white folks and Jews and all those people want to play around with with with, with God and making him a patriarch and all that, that's all that's all. That's fine. But that doesn't mean we have to be ashamed of our matriarch goddess. That doesn't mean we need, we need to be ashamed. We don't need to be ashamed of that. So moving forward, when we're talking about compassion. What are we talking about? If we're talking about compassion, we're definitely talking about the way you treat your own. To be able to deal honestly and fairly with somebody. To see somebody as human first, Before they are a woman. Before they are a child. Before they are on a a wheelchair. Before they are blind. Before they are fat. Before they are skinny. Before they are all these other types. That is the compassion. Ladies and gents. That should motivate us. To deal with one another fairly and honestly. Guys, now I know people who've done their time, who've done violent crimes and all that. You will not believe the kind of compassion that you can find from people like that. And this is not to say these guys are not monsters or whatever, but I'm just saying that... If they can show someone like me that, that means it is there. It is there. That compassion is there. There is one law. There is one law in the Bible that I believe with my whole heart. And that law says, um, when you lend your brother money, charge no interest. But a foreigner you can charge. And it's fair. I like it. you see? But it goes even further. What it says, actually, is that do not do not take more than what you really need from your own. For instance. What it also says is that always give your own the benefit of the doubt. Because they are the people who keep you alive. They are the people who keep your lineage. They are the people who will bring your offspring into the world. They are the people who will make you great black men. you see. So, I believe that law. Now, there's another, there's another kind of law that men like me, and I know quite a lot of guys as well who don't really approve of the way we're going about things in as far as the violence against women is concerned. Yeah, a lot of guys that I know And a lot of guys also speak out against that But it's not enough To keep going on social media We gotta take a stand It's not enough To keep going on social media oh, We gotta take a stand Tu itu ya isabe tu itu ya isabe rekang, tu bereca. ya isabe tu tu do I a Do I Going too much at the Union Buildings. Mm-hmm. We go in too much at Gandhi Square. going to march at the parliament buildings but we never march to the constitutional court (laughs) anyway um guys the reason why i'm saying toy toy guys is marches and protests they don't they don't work They don't work, guys. They don't work. Not for GBV. Maybe other things, sure. But for the Bantu-based violence, it does not work. It does not work, guys. It doesn't work. Because a lady can go to to a march and come back and still get get beat because she went to the march. (laughs) Oh it's crazy. Um and what do we expect what do we expect the ladies to do? Mula mwa ka, eneita ilu giretele Mula mo waluga mata, mula mo waluga mata, yeah. Mula mo waluga mata, mula mo Eneita ilu eki ditele, mula urata mato. Okay, so guys, Molamu is a word, uh, is a Molamo uh, is a brother in law, Cassapedi. Okay, Casselubi, Kimolamu. So this guy is always fighting. Well if he if he ever if he ever drinks there's always gonna be a fight so now guys like us who don't approve of this guys I'm wrapping it up I'm wrapping it up guys like us who don't approve of black men doing this we have to stand up you see we have to set up something that can be. Some sort of a GBV armed response. You see? Guys, we have to make it safe for women. And the thing is, we also don't really feel safe as guys. Really. It's not safe anymore. It's not safe anymore. So now, we're not only... We're not only making it un, un, uncomfortable for women to live, but we're also uncomfortable ourselves. Otherwise, why do we have these high freaking fences and high walls? Why? Why do we have that? Because we're not safe. Because we're not feeling safe. Hey, Cameras and trackers on these cars and so many bodyguards and security details and because we're not safe. And why are we not safe? Because we're not dealing, we are not dealing with violence amongst ourselves. We've got to deal with that. And there's been, there, there, there has been uh, organizations like that before, Bo um, Mapo, uh, there's There's been, there's been other bargaining uh, organizations like that as well. But the thing is, they, they were seen as vigilante groups. You see, so now this is the kind of love we gotta give these guys tough love. This is the tough love we got to give our brothers who go on with these crimes. For now, let's just talk about these things, and just let, for now, let's just have black people stop killing one another needlessly. You know, I mean, things like a woman killing her husband because he cheated or killing her husband because, you know, she wanted some insurance payout or things like, you know, I think those things are, it's life. Those things happen. Those things just generally happen. But they shouldn't, but those things, once murder and rape and just outright violence is a feature, or is a fabric of our soul now, then we've got a problem. Human beings are inherently evil, there is evil in every human being, there is evil in every human being, but human beings are good by default, you see? In every boy there's a girl, there's a girl in every boy, we know that, right? Hormones and all that stuff, right? So, why then, why then are we acting like... We're not talking about a perfect society here. We to, we're just talking about a society that looks... That, 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 that we also have a place in and that we are not people who are generally perpetuating crimes against one another. We are not oppressing one another. A society that anybody can become whatever they want to become, whoever they want to become, whenever they want to become, however they want to become. You see? That's the kind of society we want. If people want to continue drinking and go to church and whatever, it's fine. But then, for now, let's just stop what we can. For now. Let's stop what we can. Is it possible? Certainly it is. <laughs> it's definitely possible, you see. So that's the kind of tough love we need to give um our black people, our black brothers. And the thing is, guys, it is going to look bad, okay? It is going to look very bad. It's black on black violence. We hate black on black violence. We're talking about it all the time. We don't want black people doing This is exactly why we're doing this. But this is necessary. We have to do this. Otherwise, history writes us and paints us with the same brush, right? now you were Kenima Kenzo and you were doing your podcast and nicely there you were talking about whatever and you were making music but you didn't really take any action. It doesn't count for nothing. Sure, sure, it's there. You've got a message and this is what you were talking about. We understand that, that much we do. We understand that perhaps maybe, yeah, you know, maybe you could be someone who had a message, I guess, in your time. But what is the result? What you were talking about, did it stop? Did you, even if it didn't stop, did you did you make an effort? Did you make an effort? And if the answer is no, then I would have failed. You see, and this is very uncomfortable for guys because Majida, we know. Guys who black their ladies who murder their ladies and uh, they talk about it as if get but it's wrong but it's wrong there's no there's there's no two ways about it it's wrong so we got to stop we got to, we got to stop doing those kind of things one this is it's just not sustainable man like it's just not sustainable to have women living in so much fear in their own homes even afraid <laughs> right, you see so guys when we come into now compassion for ourselves it says to us that we gotta forgive ourselves Forgive ourselves, forgive ourselves We gotta forgive ourselves Forgive ourselves, we gotta forgive ourselves We gotta ask the woman to forgive us. The woman to forgive us. We gotta ask the woman to forgive us, for we are wrong. We gotta ask the woman to forgive us. The woman to forgive us. Oh, the woman to forgive us. Oh, for we. We gotta ask the gods to forgive us, the gods to forgive us, nobody more to forgive us, cause we are lost, oh black man, black man, you are pro. The children to forgive us The children to forgive us Oh, the children to forgive us We are sorry We gotta ask the children to forgive us All those years we were in there for them The children to forgive us For we are lost If you wanna talk to me you can send me a WhatsApp on 061 four four 8118 or you can look for me on Facebook uh, look for Kenny Mavela don't so will upload everything and get everything right, the names and everything. I've gone for so long and I've this is now only I'm finding a stage name that I like, you see. But I've always been a popular kid growing up, funny. Um, But, guys, ultimately, the bottom line of today's story is that we can love. And we are able to show that we know or we want to understand who we are. We've got that. There are glimpses of that. Every once in a while, you you get to see people coming together against something that they feel is wrong and they make a stand and they do something about it. But too much Publicity now has gone to the violent crimes against women and children, and they those reports are not lies. That's the problem. If these guys, at least we, at least if we're saying to the media they are pushing propaganda, yo, I sure we get the whole thing, guys. There is a narrative. I mean, there's always been a narrative to paint black people blacker than black. We know that. But we're not helping ourselves either because we're doing that. So, guys, um, I just thought I should give you guys my thoughts in the morning. And um, that is why you heard the theme song this morning. Very low. Because that song, guys, is a it's my submission, it's my supplication to men. It's my supplication to black men to say why? Why are we doing this? This is not us. This is not us. This is unbecoming of us. This is unconscionable behavior by us. It is despicable that we have gone this far. Maybe it is a song, but it is a supplication to you, to appeal to you to either stop doing what you're doing or for us to come together and make something that can make this thing to stop one of the two things you can choose oh there's also another option you can choose to just not do anything about it and that's also fine that is also fine but you got to know that if you As somebody who says you are my friend, that is exactly where the point of departure will be between you and me. If you decide you're not going to do anything about it, then that's fine. I'll hold it it not against you. But that is the point of departure. If you decide you're not going to be present in your child's life, then as a man, you and I can never be friends. Because I want to talk about my son. I love my son. <laughs> you see. And I find him interesting. I really do. He's actually one of the people that I do find interesting quite lately. You see. Um, very interesting to hear what he has to say about stuff. Um, So I want to talk to you about that as a black guy. So if you're not looking after your yourself, how are we going to talk? What are we going to say to each other? You see. We want to talk about what girls, banana, buffet, what beers, groovers. There's en- there's enough time for us to talk about that. We we'll talk about that. There's no problem. Soccer, Chiefs, what what? But why can we talk about those things and not talk about one? How your child? Why? Because you're not supporting. Because you're an older. Well, I found that a lot of women are actually reasonable they'll tell you that, no, look, I don't have a problem. Maybe the guy doesn't work or anything, but as long as he's there for his chi- for his child, as long as he spends time with his child, I'm okay. We can make it work. We don't have to be... We don't really have to be uh, together anymore. It's fine. You see? That's, that's been reasonable. That's been more than reasonable. That's been more than reasonable. And I know there are some other ladies who fight with their kids, who use their kids as as... as bargaining chips or tools or whatever. I mean, that's fine. Women will do what women do. That's fine. Let's leave that. That has got absolutely nothing to do with the situation. The situation here right now is that we are not taking care of our children. So, I'm workshopping the song, guys. I'm workshopping the song. When you hear it every show in in this saga, when you hear it every show, It's because I'm workshopping the song up until I find the right right beat, the right rhythm, you see. And today, I was just talking to my fellow black brothers and I didn't want to make a noise. I didn't want to be too loud in your ear. But I want to give you, I want to give you a message of hope that... Despite everything that we see, there is power, there is power that is yours. Everything that is happening is because you have given your power to somebody or to something. Take some of it back, little by little, take some of it back. It will hurt you. It won't hurt you to stand for something. Not at all. It won't hurt you to stand for something. I got a feeling That everything's gonna be alright I got a feeling Everything's gonna be alright I got a feeling Oh, just a hunch That everything's gonna be All right I got a feeling Everything's gonna be all right I got a feeling That everything's gonna be all right I feeling. for oh, just time that everything is gonna be all right. If we stop doing what we're doing to our children, If we start taking ourselves seriously, then everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling. Everything's gonna be alright I got a feeling Whoa, just hunch That everything is gonna be alright